Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be really emotional. There is no loss for being honest. The real work of life is the work that we do inside ourselves. The responsibility we feel towards the world, like questioning, challenging, say something. Raw and vulnerable and open conversation. That was the best part. I'm scared of the friendship. Taking a breath. Just talk. Shame and guilt. Vulnerabilities. <laughs> that was about to be What does it really mean to be friends? We trust the real work that we do is overcoming our insecurities every day and learning how to love more. It has examples of the change we want to see in the world. Just talk. taking a breath. So if we just take a breath. Well, my face is on fire from the doctors. <laughs> To have healthier relationships with women, they need healthier relationships with other men. The real work of life is the work that we do inside ourselves. So I'm in an open relationship with my husband, and my husband and I sold our house ten months ago. We have twins that are four years old, we travel around the world, and this is my boyfriend. Hi! <laughs> Perfect! Hi. We're doing a series called Amory Shorts. And our first series of Amory Shorts is to answer the question, what is Amory to me? It was actually Kyle's question, and we all answered it. I love this episode. I love Kyle's vulnerability. Oh, and as he says in this episode, that he likes to catch Marty and I off guard with his vulnerable shares. He definitely does in this one, my friends. Uh, you will want to listen to the end on his share. One thing I love about Kyle, among the many, many, many things that he is to me, is the lens through which he sees life. And he sees it through this lens of trauma and healing. And I know that his journey and part of Amory, as he shares, is, is really about that, trauma and healing. And it's been a lot of healing, a lot, a lot of healing. Uh, so please enjoy this episode where Kyle describes what Amory is to him. To me, Amory is three stories that converge. Megan, Marty, and I. Uh, and we all have different relationships with each other. Megan and Marty are life partners. Megan and I are learning partners. And Marty and I are best friends. And uh, this all really began uh, one night when Megan told me that Marty and her had opened up their marriage. Uh, this was about two years ago. And um, and also, and furthermore, that she was interested in me. And, you know, I was immediately overcome, not only with all of the information that she dropped on me, but uh, I was immediately confronted with fear and judgment, you know, judgment of myself and projection of all the bad things that might happen, all the risks, all the um, negative uh, end results that uh, negative outcomes, right? And, you know, there were thoughts in my head about, oh, you'll be a homewrecker. And, you know, I was worried about all of these things. Um, and then somehow, you know, I told Megan I needed some time to think. And then 24 hours later, I was calling her up and saying, you know, let's let's give this a try. Let's take this one step at a time. And I had no idea where it would go. Um, I had no idea that we would end up where we are now. And I'm just really grateful that 
I did step into that fear and I did, um, and that was what I really recognized at that time, which was that not only was I afraid of, of, of exploring something new, but I really realized that I had been living in a fear mindset for a very long time. And that may be dating back to, you know, previous traumas or, you know, a very sheltered life that that didn't allow for a lot of discomfort. And, you know, I started to confront fear and, and you know, live a life that was more uncomfortable and become more intentional about that. And, and Megan at that time was my best friend and someone I trusted, so why not explore something with her? And it was really scary to do. It was, it was scary to begin with. Uh, and I had to work through a lot of things going on in my head. And uh, and I wasn't really connected to my, to my body, which really has really redefined uh, everything for me, especially the healing process and having a body awareness of what I'm feeling, where I'm at, and what I need. And I think that, you know, my intention when this all began, when I really started to sink into what this what this meant is that I wanted to have more loving relationships. And I realized that even early on, that I didn't have many close friendships with women that weren't romantic or, or sexual and physical, and that would typically lead to a bad ending. And I was in, in this pattern that I wasn't very content with. There wasn't a lot of fulfillment with that that pattern. And that was something that I didn't feel like I could break. I didn't know how to, to break it. And there wasn't a lot of successful relationships. There wasn't a lot of loving relationships and certainly not a lot of romance. So in this way, you know, Megan, who is someone that had you know, 15 years of experience of, of marriage, a very different experience from her 20s through her 30s than, than I have. You know, I was able to learn an incredible amount about communication, about trust, about how to build a strong relationship, how to build a loving relationship. And she really helped me to to open up and and really start loving, falling in love for the first time uh, in a really, really long time for me. And, and and everything for me in the the way that I look at the world, my lens to the world is through, you know, I can see a lot of trauma in others and I can understand uh, and empathize with where they've been because I've had a lot of different experiences with depression and anxiety uh, and PTSD and addiction and, you know, everything that we try to do uh, as defense mechanisms for you know, things that we experience. And I, I believe that all those things for me have some some meaning and some value that uh, I'm just starting to realize and I'm just starting to embrace. And that's a lot of the work that I'm beginning to do now and I believe I'll do uh, into the future in working on trauma and healing modalities and in expanding what that means in, in the Western world and the developed world. Uh, where we don't have a lot of connection to our body and to our, to even our authentic selves, and that's kind of a whole other topic. But it's deeply connected to Amory, and and I've seen the healing power that more love in our life has brought. You know, I've I've had more, I've seen healing through this through falling in love with Megan. I've seen Megan heal herself in in the process of falling in love with me. I've seen Marty heal as well in, in falling in love with his 
other significant other and i've even seen his uh other significant other heal through this and then i've also seen megan and marty's marriage heal uh, and we've supported that the people in our tribe and and that's been an incredible experience as well so i've i've seen a lot of healing through that process and i believe there's a deep connection to where i'm headed my knowledge and my experiences and and amory is is one of those outlets for my creative expression and talking about things that i feel are important and sharing my experiences that are just my experiences you know authentically and and truthfully and less about my analysis and less about what i think i'm learning but more about just the pure experiences and what i'm feeling what i'm thinking about and how i'm going through this process to me amory is less about polyamory versus monogamy than it is about relationships in general and how we can learn through these through this process can be in a loving state which i have found to be something that I'm I'm constantly open. I'm I'm in this structure. I'm able to be more open in myself. I'm able to explore uh, and try new things with without fear of losing anyone or upsetting anyone or hurting anyone. You know, there's a safe space for that. And also that, you know, there's different structures and you know Marty talks a lot about this that you should be free to figure out what works best for you. And I think while it's great to look at other people and their relationship structures, like there is a lot of room for creativity and individuality in that, within that. And I think I even look at all my relationships, whether they're friendships or family or, or you know, romantic relationships and everything in between there, they all have a unique and special place that doesn't have to be so black and white and, and full of labels. So I don't personally identify as polyamorous, to be honest, and, and I'm actually technically not polyamorous. Megan is my only partner. So I, I you know, right now at this point, I'm, I'm avoiding the labels. And I think that allows for me to be more open and free uh, and creative in, in where this is going to take me and less um, confined by a certain label that, you know, I think, uh, and that's just my opinion right now. But furthermore, Amory is about adventure. And uh, to me, the adventure is, you know, in my sexuality and exploring what that even looks like. I think early on, I started to become confronted with sex positivity and and what that means. I think growing up, whether it's uh, in a very conservative American society or also being growing up in the Catholic Church, there's a lot of things that can can make that very negative around sexuality. And I think um, in letting that go, uh, worrying less about other people's judgment and and kind of getting into my own practice of freedom and, and self-expression within a, within a you know a, a way of, of being you know mindful of other people and not uh, intentionally hurting anyone and, and being overly communicative you know about what I'm exploring what I'm interested in what I'm feeling and thinking about you know I, I've kind of become I think one of the people in our group that will share things vulnerably, and I love to catch Marty and Megan off guard with what I share, so hopefully I'll do that now. But something that I've been exploring personally is uh, my interest in in BDSM and uh, how there, to me, is a really exciting and 
intriguing you know th- theme around control uh, and playing with control whether it's you know as in a dominant role or a submissive role I think that there's something for some reason that I I really connect to and get excited about and that was something that I found a little bit shameful to be honest when I was first interested in it and then uh, over time I've started to open up about that, you know, first, of course, sharing that with Megan, which was a huge, uncomfortable moment. Uh, but again, you know, it's, she's been amazing in, in allowing for that. And then, um, and now I'm sharing it, you know, publicly. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, again, part of my practice around Amory, which is, is vulnerability. And to me, there's a lot of power and vulnerability, because then these things that are shameful, or feel shameful, I'm able to let go of, and they don't have that that same negative feeling. It can be something that's more empowering, and I think other people uh, also respond to that that energy. So I will continue to do it, and I think uh, I'll continue to push the boundaries uh, for myself uh, in what's possible, and and keep my mind open, which I hope can also allow others to to appreciate and keep their mind open as well as as they listen and watch us over time share our stories and our experiences. And and to be honest, I think on the sexuality side, most guys that I know, and myself included, uh, want a threesome with two girls. And, and I think, you know, probably everyone wants a threesome, male or female. But now I, I really do think about having a threesome with two women that are deeply in love with me, because I've, I've seen that uh, for Megan, as well as for Marty. Uh, or heard about it, and <laughs> and I think um, to me that's now kind of what I what I desire would be a mind blowing experience and and something that I really hadn't thought about before till exploring this structure. So that's something that hopefully I have in the future uh, if I can if I can dream. But I think lastly, Emory is about inquiry. You know, what questions am I asking? What things am I trying to learn? about and where where is this all going for me and i think the one of the bigger things and and like lessons that i go by is that you know our life isn't permanent our life is you know our the the time we have is finite and the structure that we have i think one of the biggest questions i get from people is you know where is this going for you kyle and you know i think that's the wrong question not that it's not coming from the right place but it's the wrong question uh, and I asked it of myself early on and got very overwhelmed. And I know Megan and I both felt this way. And so we didn't know where this was going and we couldn't control where it would go. And we couldn't envision something that's unknown, which is really the the waters that we've been in for some time and we continue to push into, which is the unknown. And, you know, really the practice of living in the present and enjoying each other, our, our company, the time we have together and the love that we share and the way that we choose each other every day. We don't have to choose each other. We don't have a contract. We don't have uh, any other commitments or responsibilities together. And in that way, it's been really pure. And we we really do, it's a, it's a really pure love and a really pure support and relationship that uh, just continues to grow without 
uh, any any other conditions and and just really purely our needs and what we mean to each other and it just forces us to live very deeply in the present which is a practice that I think is, is you know for someone that's struggled with depression and anxiety that is really important for me and very positive for me so all, all these things in some way have uh, have helped me heal and be a much more content and happy person but again I don't totally assign this to polyamory versus anything else uh, and I think that's why I speak more to the structure and how it's evolved over time and how we've been so communicative with each other and supportive of each other and it hasn't been perfect but you know we've worked through it and have always been very selfless for each other and, and contributing to each other in, in some way that uh, has really worked for us as a whole, because we're all really connected at this point. We're deeply, we're deeply involved in each other's lives, and we and we know each other very well. So you know, we we can choose to to support each other, and that in in itself benefits uh, ourselves directly. So and lastly, I think that my my job on Emory, more than anything, is that I'm the first follower, and I. Uh, I was the first one to come into this structure with Megan, and uh, in that way, I've been able to watch them both go through this process. I've gotten to know them and see their growth individually and together, uh, and I get to be a really a great reflection of those two, uh, Megan and Marty, who I really believe uh, are incredible people individually and as a, as a couple. I've met a lot of people, and I'm now 35, and I've spent the last year traveling the world. I met a lot of people. I know that, and, and I think these two are incredibly special humans that I, I really have this honor to be a part of their lives, but also Amory and, and travel the world with them and share what we're up to and what we're learning. Uh, and I believe that uh, this will continue to grow. We'll be able to reach more people and, and this is just the beginning. So yeah, stay tuned. And who knows where this will be where this will go um, in a month, in a year. But I'm really excited for it. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this Emory Short. If you liked it, if something resonated with you, please share it. Share it with your friends. Help get out the message of more love in the world. Thank you. Also, there are a few other ways that you can get involved with the Emory, the Emory team here, as we are starting to call ourselves. Um, we will be coming to Chicago in December. So, hey, Chicago friends, uh, first week of December, we will be there speaking uh, at different places around the city. So keep an eye out for more information from us or an ear out, I guess, on this podcast. Keep an ear out. Uh, also, and no matter where you are in the world, we are happy to bring our message to you. So whether or not that's via radio or um, in-person speaking possibilities, just reach out to us. The best way to reach us is on Instagram. Just search for Amory Podcast. You can connect to us there too. We like to share silly stories. I shared a spa day story on Amory Podcast. You missed a half-naked picture of Kyle. Don't worry, there'll be more. <laughs> more half-naked pictures of Kyle, Marty. I don't know, maybe me one day. Who knows? Uh, never say never, right? So other ways to get involved with us are our Patreon page as well. So we are, have created an Emory Patreon account, which means that you become a member and a, a person that says, hey, I take a stand for love and I'm going to contribute at either two or 10 or $20 a month to support Megan, Marty, and Kyle 
in creating these episodes and uh, spreading these, these messages. So take a look on there. I'm super excited for some of the fun stuff that we've been sharing and really incredible resources that we're creating as far as guided conversations. I know some people have been using our podcast as ways to spark conversations with their partner or partners. So we're actually going to create some intentional guided conversations for our Patreon members. As always, you can reach out to us directly on Emory Podcast. Let us know what questions you have. We'd love to start answering your questions on this podcast as well. So thank you for being involved in any way in listening to this, sharing the podcast, um, speaking out with your partner, being brave, tackling your dragons, as Marty says, and uh, just making the world a more loving place one day at a time. Thank you all. Love to you all, friends.